<sighs> hey y'all. Hey my sweet babies. Um mm. it is on my heart and on my spirit. You know I have you know seriously you gotta put a spirit on it. A little CK on the E. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> this week with all the fuck shit going on around us. We have to celebrate this wonderful time of year. And it's mm-hmm. only right if we celebrate with this classic right here. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to that time of year. Welcome to that time of the year, girls. It's time to let out those things. Just out of those layers. It's about that time. <sighs> Sit down. Act like you got some damn sense. Oh, don't make that face. Uh-oh. Welcome to a social experiment gone wrong entitled Who Raised You Hoes? Look at the material. What's wrong with the bottom? Nothing. And it is time for Marlon to stir this pot, but goddammit, y'all stress me out so much, I just can't. Welcome to a wonderful social experiment gone wrong. I'm your host, Lene, and this week I'll be going by PTO Patty. This is PTO Patty, and I am your co-host, Marlon. And this week, I will be going by Mad Cat. Come on now. Come on. Of Inspector Gadget fame, yes. Come on now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Icon. Mm-hmm. Icon. That's it, that's it. Mm. <laughs> that mine. That mine. Mm-hmm, yeah. I love every time. It does Shut the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, friend, how are you feeling? I'm here, child. You here? I'm here. It's you another pre- day. You present? I am present. It is the, the. I woke up this morning. The sunshine was shining. Mm-hmm. I put on my happy face. I did. You uh, and you did what needed to be done. And that's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that is all you need to do. Uh, well, ain't that it? How is you, friend? You know, I'm okay. Uh, work has been a little chaotic. Uh, I took, because of that, I took a day because I had um, to go check up. On, I had to go do my checkup, girl. Y'all know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. It was mm-hmm. that good old, it, the weather's breaking. So before I start to go into rare form, it's time for that good old time. Mm-hmm. The doctor's office, hallelujah. I know that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's time for that check that nasty checkup girl. Mm-hmm. It's time for swabs and drops. Oh. Checks. It was that time. It was that type of time. It was that type of time I did everything. Mm, I know that's right. I did everything. Swab- I swabbing. Did you ever have to go through getting like the anal pad smear? Mm-hmm. I like I went I went through it for like the second time. Mm-hmm. And it brought me back to memories. I'm like, oh god, I hate this process. But <laughs> it's necessary, if nevertheless, especially yes. up there in age. So, period. And and children, even if you're not up there in age, 
you should be getting the anal paps if you're getting anything done to your booty hole because they need to search for all the things in there. Tell the children again. You should be getting your holes. All your holes should be swabbed. Your dick hole, your booty hole, and your mouth hole. All of those things should be swapped for all the things because disease can lie in all of those spaces. Yes, they can. Yes. And especially for the children that don't believe in the latex love. That's right. You need to be the main ones getting checked. And that's no shaming. That's just being honest. Mm -mm. It's just the facts. We want to keep that hole healthy. Healthy hole. That's it. Higher part. So... I had to first start before we even get into the show. I wanted to start by apologizing to not only you guys, but also to Marlon, because last week was just a lot. Mm-hmm. It was a lot to go through. It was a lot mentally and as far and also it made me a little anxious. And when I sat back and thought about it, like I like to cover those types of things, but it's like certain times and especially as far and as deep as it can get, it makes it heavy to have to go Mm -hmm. into nuanced conversations about it. So not only did I take a lot out of myself, I took a lot out of my co-host because by the time we had broke to even took a sip break, we were just both gasping for air. It was like, (laughs) bitch. It it cannot be that long again, y'all. It'll be weeks. (laughs) And I'm going to think of a different forum or a different place or maybe once in a blue where I talk about those things. Because, yes, contrary to belief, I did see what happened uh, with Tennessee. And I Mm. still think that was some fuck shit. Um, And I just find it ironic that the Republicans weren't there for the vote to reinstate him. Of course. But... Nevertheless, I'm not going to get heavy with you guys this week. Okay. It's going to be a little light. It's going to be a little airy. I I took a day, like I said, I took a day for the physical health. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what? I said, so, 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 hmm. Mm -hmm. This weather is breaking outside. And, you know, sometimes you could be a little relaxed, but still structured with your art form. So instead of what's trending this week, it's going to go straight into real quick, though. So in this real quick, it's going to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to per se reference like my sources. This is going to be initial thoughts into what I saw and just react kind of situation opposed to giving a full breakdown and going to the article this week, like I said, it's going to be real simple, real, condi- real concise, real quick. So the headline came out that Monique is going to sue Paramount and I believe CBS for royalties from the Parkers. Really? I did not hear about this. Yes, this bro- this news broke, I want to say yesterday, mm-hmm. that she is going to, that that's what's going to be taking place. I can actually look up the details. Uh, bah, bah, bah. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. That's right. Shout out to Nikki D's. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm right. It is CBS. Um, mm-hmm. this is coming from Vulture. Let me see which part I feel like going into. Let me get something CBS Studios, Paramount Pictures, and Big Ticket Productions over unpaid royalties from her UPN sitcom, The Parkers. The Academy Award 
and Golden Globe winning actress and comedian filed a breach of contract lawsuit under her production company, Hits Media, claiming that the defendants, CBS and Paramount, are, excuse me, artifactly depressed the show's profitability to retain millions and that would otherwise be contractually due to herself and the show's writers. Hmm. While the series has proven to be a major financial success for its producers and distributors, the series' talent hasn't been permitted to share in the um, to share in the fruits of that success, says the lawsuit, which was filed in Los Angeles Superior Court on Wednesday, April thirty or thirteenth, April thirtieth. My lord. <laughs> <laughs> the show ran for five seasons and one hundred and ten episodes from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand four, qualifying for it for syndication. But the suit argues that Monique hasn't been receiving millions in compensation reflecting its success. You know, I just love the fact that Monique is going to collect all of her doubloons, all of her yen, all of her shillings. She is getting all of her things at every time. Y'all gonna pay sis. Listen, she said the bag is looking a little light. <laughs> I'm purse. What she's feeling a she's feeling a little light here, love. Right. A little light in the loafers, girl. So Re, I need to re-up. So this is coming directly from her. Today, we filed a lawsuit to make sure that we're fairly paid money that we're owed for the Parkers. Actors rely on the good faith of Hollywood companies to honor their profit participation agreements. The Parkers was a huge financial success and continues to be a source of revenue through syndication and streaming channels. To further make my point, the executive producers of the Parkers took legal action for the same concerns that I have and they've already settled. Unfortunately, all too often, talent gets kept in the dark while looking. Um, we're looking forward to shedding some light on the subject. I love us for real. I love that that is her tagline and she is sticking to it. Yes, because it's so weird. That's why I love when this happened with Dave Chappelle. Mm -hmm. And though, yes, problematic and all, the message is the same. When the streaming services took on Chappelle's show, they weren't paying royalties to everyone in the show, especially like the talent and the writers. So until they paid him properly what he wanted for the actual rights to allow it to go to streaming, he wanted to be properly compensated. So he asked people to stop streaming it. All right. So it's kind of the same thing as like when she asked people to boycott Netflix before. But in this instance, it's more so the giants that released them to streaming, but didn't ensure that the actors saw residu proper residual. Got you. So that's basically what this is. But I remember even when she started promoting, like when they started promoting that the Parkers was going to like Netflix and stuff like that, she mm -hmm. wasn't talking much about it. And I'm right. like, at first, because it was Netflix. But now that we get to the meat of the matter, it's bigger than that. Because I'm like, she barely does promote ever promote the Parkers being available to stream anywhere or anything. Right. And now you find out why. Yeah. But you're going to learn to pay the folks. That's all I got to say. Like, it don't make no sense for y'all to not pay folks what they are due for it, the things that you are, like, taking from them. Like, it don't make sense. It really don't. And then it leads me in transition into the next thing real quick, though. Doja decides to troll that she was going to quit music for a hot second in a few tweets. <laughs> um, And one, she said, um, a tweet that led to this before, 
It says, I agree with everyone who said the majority of my rap verses are mid and corny. <clears throat> Girl, I know they are. I wasn't trying to prove anything. I just enjoy making music, but I'm getting tired of hearing y'all say that I can't, so I will. And then she, the next day she tweets that she's quitting music. Oh my God. You know, I love and also hate how some of these artists do this thing where they are, I guess, like fishing for life in a sense. You, you drum up all this drama about you quitting music for your friends and, and, and your fans and everybody get all of the uproar and be all in your mentions and in your likes and stuff and telling you, no, don't do it. And you're worthy and all this other stuff. And then you come back and you're like, oh, I'm just kidding. Like, yes, child. Dojo, just do your thing and put the music out, child. Do your thing and put the music out. At this That's point, it. you sing here talking about your, your verses are mid and corny. Where? Since when? And you know better, so. Where? What are we saying? What, exactly, what are we saying for real? What, who, what, I, you know, I'm not even going to go into comparison. <laughs> That's just going to take me to places that I'm right. going to right now. I'm just going to say, don't be fooled because she did end up retracting and saying that the album is still coming mm -hmm. in a tweet afterwards. Hence why I said she trolls it. Yes. So, yeah, girl, when the album comes out, call me. Okay. Right. Yes. Notify me. Send me a text text message. But you know who I don't want to send me a text is Daniel Caesar. So so Sir decides because I don't want to be rude. Sir decides that he wants to retract his statements in regards to that whole situation from when he defended that um white woman. Point. Points. Points. Um, Daniela, Mama, mm. I'm still not streaming that album. Right, because first, who opened up his mausoleum? Huh? Who? Nobody. You probably allowed that whole song with Justin Bieber to get to your head, but Miss Man, uh, real bitches like me never forgot. No, nobody forgot. None. You said to cancel you, sir. It's and the when I didn't have a subscription. The girls took the mouse, hovered over cancel, and clicked it like Christina Aguilera. Sure did. I canceled my subscription. <laughs> uh, Threw it right on out the window and said, "Thanks, but no thanks." It it gave me even the warning. Like, are you sure that you want to cancel your subscription? I said yes. <laughs> It's given the 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 um the Zell precautions. Are you sure? Are you sure you want to send money to this person? You better check that box. I want you to know we're sending this money too. We not mm -mm. deal with no revert no fees over here. No, we not. Right. This is who mm -mm. this. Are you sure? Because if you sure, we got you. But if not, you can hold on to that change now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep the nickel. It's all right. But. Sir, it's still giving a no. It's still giving I'm not doing this with you. And I mean, bless to that project. Yeah, listen, your, your your fans and whoever decides to forgive you will do just that. But as for me and my health, mm -mm. we won't. I wasn't on board to begin with, but whatever. 
I mean, bless. I'm I'm sure it'll come to rave reviews and a lot of people saying that's what we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know what's gonna happen, but last time I checked, I didn't want to reinstate my subscription. So with that being said, let's talk about things I didn't subscribe to. Uh Food Wars on Easter. What? So Miss rap your lyrics to pictures of rap, of black legends and pioneers. Oh my god. Shares photos of her family uh from pans from her family's kitchen. Now, this is my thing. When y'all go and show these pots and pans and plates from people that y'all cooked for that have cooked for you from family, whatever may have you. If it's not plated properly on like an actual plate and a proper lighting, I promise you all of us are looking at the same bland food. (laughs) Okay. Let's start there. Uh But This is where I had to question life. She's praising, of course, because like all children do, her mom is cooking. Now, Mm -hmm. I've never seen some mac and cheese so dry in my life. Did it look like a, a, a chalk brick, friend? Friend, why did the mac and cheese look like a cinnamon crumble coffee cake? First of all, okay. It's the best description that I have for how that pan of macaroni and cheese looked because it was like all noodles and cheese at the bottom but like crumbles on top. Now, don't get me wrong. I've had mac and cheese with like smoked Gouda in it Mm -hmm. and it was divine and it was like similar. However, comma, it didn't have like a crumble on top of it. I'm like, to me, that kills it. I just don't, I don't understand people with the breadcrumbs on top of mac and cheese. It's never been my jam at all. It's not necessary. See, if you put the right amount of cheese on that girl, you don't mm-hmm. need to dress her up no more. No. That, She's already that, dressed for the party. That consistency speaks for herself. Baby, mac and cheese always shows up in her slinkiest slip, and she doesn't need much more than that. She's just that girl. She's like That's it. She's the co-star next to like any meat dish. That's it. She's the, she's the co-star. You can't mess up the co-star and expect people not to say things. So then she gets offended by people talking about her mama and she goes after actual people with notoriety. So at first she comes for Countess Vaughn. And because Countess Vaughn <laughs> made a comment on it, I'm not going down that road. Mm. And let's just say in rebuttal, Hazel E made reference to her thyroid condition, talking about her eyes popping out. Oh my okay. Again, I am summarizing this because the exhaustion that I have for this and how much I'm just this much invested shows you the fact that I don't want to pull up the post shows you how invested I am in this. But right. there's more. <laughs> Tamar Braxton ends up in the mix. How did she get here? She only made, and she, in her defense, her comment had something to say with her. She wasn't even intending to say anything like rude or mm-hmm. anything of the sort. 
But, you know, when you attack someone's cooking on social media, let alone from a parent, you're bound to get that reaction. You know what I'm saying? So, Miss Build a Body, um, and I say that because I love (laughs) how people dug up my note. Someone put in my notifications again, something I said in regards to her in a post she had about her and this shaper that she had on and she looked like an ant queen. I promise you. It just, oh my God. it was like, it was, and again, she's not the type of girl that has, like, I wouldn't say she's per se curvy. Mm-hmm. She's one of those girls where in the front it looks flat, but if she turns around, it's something there, but you could tell it was placed there. If you, if gotcha. Mm-hmm. And it just looks awkward. I guess that's how it looks. And it's not even a body shame or anything. That's just me being honest. Mm-hmm. And if it sounds or comes across as wrong, that's not my intention. However, mm-hmm. comma, this is just them bringing this video back up. And I'm just like, yo, this right. girl just want no peace. And so she just learns to stop oversharing. That's it. If you don't want people to critique your mama cooking, don't post it. I mean, you know, some people feel like their mama do a, great, a a damn good job in the kitchen and they like it and they grew up with that, so they want to share with the world. But the, when you share with the world, sweetheart, know that you are opening yourself up to all types of critiques from all types of folks and you just don't have to be strong in that. We can't taste it, but if it don't look good, it don't look good. You eat with your eyes first. And if that's the case, man, if you want to post all those things for the net to see and everything, get you a house with better lighting. Because if you want to post a picture or a selfie, let alone with yourself or any photo shoot that you've done, you want to ensure that the lighting is right. Turn on that damn flashlight when you got this camera on and when you press the record, because the flash option is right there. <laughs> the video is like dark. You just could tell it's like mac and cheese with crumbles on top. You could tell the cheese don't look like it's not consistent. Like there's no roux, no nothing. It just looked like, oh my God, I need to get something to drink with this in order to put it down. And like my girl would say, she normally would say it slide down. It always slide down easy if it ain't cheesy. I mean, it slide down easy if it's cheesy. This looked like the cheese dried up, and I was about to eat like sticks of cheese. Uh, no, that's not cute at all, Mama. If you like, he said, you open people to judgment and critiques, especially when you post it to your page, and it goes to any one of these blogs. You open to those critiques, and just like the advice that comes from my girl. This is why you just don't read the comments either, and I move on because we had two situations that's, that's a little heavy, and I saved the heaviest one for last because I thought of my friend. I appreciate you, friend. Thank you so much. So let's start with Marcus Houston. Now, this is touchy for me, and I premise this because I'm a fan of the music. However, in this situation, I am mortified to say none the least. I'm not a person that's opposed to passing judgment or let alone speaking my opinion, especially when I support the art. Mm -hmm. This man, I I just want to prove, I want to pull up facts Mm -hmm. and talk about this. I I really want to premise 
how I talk about this because it's it's insane. And it's insane. Okay. So when did this happen? I want to know. When is okay? Yeah. Okay. So boom, boom, boom. My math is correct. All right. So Mr. Houston is 41 years old. Currently. Mm-hmm. In 2020, he married a then 19 year old woman. Oh, he has an episode of Uncensored on BET. And I found the link on YouTube that I sent Marlon to. Mm-hmm. But I think in this instance, I really am going to have to let this play because I don't want, I really don't want to paraphrase in this at all. Everybody. No, I didn't actually play anything like that yet. <laughs> That's not where we're going. That's not where we're at. Focus, focus. I, I know. I know. It just randomly starts playing what I don't want it to play. All right. So I'm going to slide over. And my wife's situation is a little different. You know, how we how we met, you know, through mutual friends and everything like that. You know, I, when I met my wife, she was 17. So, you know, we had no really conversation and no really connection until, you know, she was of age and, you know, it's, people don't understand it. And I got a lot of, of course, I got a lot of backlash for marrying someone that was 19. And, you know, when we did finally start to talk, I was like, this woman is like me. And she was just like, when I would talk to her, she just, for one, we had a spiritual connection. And I feel like that's the most important thing. We both love God. We both love Jehovah. And that was key. And being able to start being around her and talking to her and talking to like, we got it. We we could we connected through music and you know uh her spirit, her kindness, her heart reminds me a lot of my in my wife's situation. He said goes on to say that her spirit and her kindness reminds him of his mother. Sir. There's just so much. That it's it's a lot. You were born in August. If we're going back to 2020, I want to make a point here. You at 3839. Cause this apparently I went back to 2020, make sure my math is right. And it apparently I am. Mm-hmm. You went back to 2020. At the time, sir, apparently you were 38, 39 when you married mm-hmm. your wife. Um, when you married your wife. So how exactly? I want someone to walk me through this. Wait, he says he met her in 2020, yes? It, apparently they married in 2020. So okay. apparently they met they right around that time. So this is I want I want to talk about this because we did speak about age is a limit. Okay. You're gonna mm-hmm. go back to when we had this conversation about this type of shit. Now, nevertheless, you as a man of over the age of 35 relate to someone that has never had any type of life experience. 
someone that has never gone never experienced any type of heartbreak any type of pain had to go through any type of hardship had to pay a bill how can you possibly relate to a 17 year old at that time at over the age of 35 because god because jehovah because you blanket and justify wedding someone that is under the age of 21 and now have a child with and blanket it with religion this shit is wild and then in response to some of the comments i actually did watch it he specifies oh those people don't know me they don't know what i they basically go on to say the typical things they don't know what i've been through they don't when people see uh, me and my wife they aspire to be like uh, um aspire that we are the type of married couple that we aspire to be so mm. sweetheart um <laughs> what let, let, let's let's take it back a little bit um oh, you say you met her through mutual friends through mutual friends. What? Who, who are you hanging out with that's hanging out with 17-year-olds? <sighs> let's start there. Let's start there. I'm going to let you the let, 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 let's, let's call it what it is. This is grooming. It okay. Is. You, you, you groomed her. You met her at 17, and then you tried to, quote-unquote, play it safe by not quote unquote starting to talk to her until she was 18. Okay. We all know that you 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 started talking to her when she was 17. Because you in that case you kept her in the pocket until she turned 18. And then it was legal, heavy air quotes, for mm -hmm. you to actually have a romantic relationship with her him. And I say legal I, I use that word very loosely because y'all love to float in and out of legalities and, and depend on, on the, the government and all that shit to, uh, to back up or hold up your actions. Then a year later, she turned 19 and you married her. Sir, I don't know what you thought you were doing. I don't know why you thought that jesus is gonna save you from everybody else's scrutiny about the situation but you clearly started this knowing that it was wrong and knowing that it looked crazy because you waited until she turned 18. and then for you to blanket it with religion which is typical uh because you know as long as you throw a little jesus on it everything nothing else matters you know because and then after that yeah. this 17 year old remind you of your mama like i and i overstand you lost your mama when you was young i get those things we all know you were a child star i i get the little syndrome situation i guess but nevertheless sir you're going to get these reads okay you want to get every single one you want to deserve every single one because like in the words of my co-host yes it is very correct that is grooming you knew you wanted to date this woman or be with her when she was underage so to blanket everything because it all sounds mapped out might i add mm -hmm. 
all every age is mapped out. I want you to understand when he explained all this, he mapped out every age. Mm-hmm. You could have not even volunteered to offer that kind of information. I mean, because at the end of the day, you started when she was 17 and everybody stopped listening. Because we got let's, it at that point. Let's not even get into allegations that her family reported her missing. Oh, yeah, I heard about that, too. At a certain point, her family reported her missing. And then when she turned back up, she turned back up with him. Mm-hmm. It, girl, I'm telling you, it's draining, but nothing is more draining because I'm going to close this out because, like I told y'all, PTO Patty got uh, this real quick, real brief, real girl, get this tea. That's what it's getting. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get into this Dalai Lama situation. Because it is the heaviest thing that I have here this week. And I don't want to read anything. All I know is this man, like just like we just said before, blanketed using God, is on... Like, this was done in public. Like there was no there was no type of discretion. This wasn't like something that said, was said happened behind the scenes, like it was a lawsuit. This was televised. You instructed this young man to suck on your tongue. Did he give a reason? Not that it matters. I promise you, for the love of God, it does not fucking matter. No. It does not matter. I'm, I'm just curious as to how we got here to the sucking of the tongue. Like, what what was the uh, what, to quote my, so, my, my my Libra twin? What was the reason? So, for clarification, because I promise you, I just got to this whole debacle. Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. I, I see it already. Here we go. Dalai Lama apologizes after video asking child to suck his tongue sparks outcry. This comes from CNN. The Dalai Lama has apologized after a video emerged showing the spiritual leader kissing a child on the lips and then asking him to suck his tongue at an event in northern India. In a statement Monday, the office for the Dalai Lama says he wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as many friends across the world for the hurt, for the hurt his words may have caused, adding he regrets the incident. His holiness offers, uh, excuse me, often, excuse me, often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras, the statement says, his apology comes after a video of the exchange which took place during an event. Girl, you will get here right now. Out loud. During an event in the Hillside City. Uh, oh, child, I'm not pronouncing that. It took place in the city in February, of course, like I said, in India, that went viral on social media with many users criticizing the Dalai Lama's actions. In the video, the young boy could be seen approaching the Nobel Peace Prize winner asking, can I hug you? Jesus Christ. Okay, that's the 80s, enough. 
the 87 year old spiritual leader then invites the boy on stage points to his cheek and says first here prompting the boy to give him a hug and a kiss the dalai lama then points to his lips and says then i think finally here also he then pulls the boy's chin and kisses him on the mouth and suck my tongue he says after a few seconds poking his tongue out the identity of the boy is not known which we don't want to know he was at an event at the M the M3M Foundation, a, philo a philosophical arm of an Indian real estate company, M3M Group, based based in the city in India, northern India, where the Dalai Lama lives in permanent exile. CNN has reached out to M3M Foundation for comment in response to the incident. The prominent Dalhi-based child uh, rights group hike. Center for Child's Rights told CNN in a statement, it condemns all forms of child abuse. They added, some news refers to Taliban culture about showing tongue, but this video is certainly not about a cultural exchange, even if it's such cultural expressions are not accepted. <laughs> I said I saved the heaviest for last show. Because I knew this would happen. I knew it. I didn't even want to go into it because I probably. Where does one cringing. even begin? I'm crazy. Where does where where does one even begin? And I, I... all you can, I promise you, everything is just trash here. Between the situation with him. The financial crisis, because if y'all not watching the news, my baby, we are really in a shit show right now. The value of a dollar is all the way down. Okay. And we also had those other, sh we've also had shootings. The whole, pro like I said, the whole process situation. I'm going to find a way to do a separate platform to discuss those issues without triggering both of us because my God. It's just too much. It's it too, much. Really too much. And this situation is just it takes the cake because all the little boy asked you for was a hug. Literally, uh -huh. how did it escalate? How, how did we get there? Because when I walk up to you and I'm ready to get this hug, you tell me the first kiss your cheek. I'm already looking at you sideways. Right, not so much because you know Dalai Lama. Spiritual figure, all those things. Okay. Then you give me the hug, and then you tell me, I'm thinking next here, and point to your mouth. Now I'm really looking at you because, why, again, all I asked you for was a hug. So why am I kissing you? Okay. All right. All right. And then right after that, suck my tongue. Sir, you have officially gone way too far. Go to jail, go directly to jail, do not pass, go, do not collect too much dollars. That's too much. And it's not as if this is, like I said, this isn't like this is an accusation or this is something that was done behind closed doors. This was done at a public event. Yeah. So, so this, so this means that you, you sincerely felt in your heart that this was okay. Yeah. And you, you felt that you could do this and nobody would try to check you for it. 
there's no religion or culture that I can think of where it isn't appropriate for an elder to ask a minor to become like that any form of intimate with them. Not, there's no form of even justification for that shit. I need you to understand that even if it was adult, this would still be weird. But the weird factor and the wrong factor is hyped up because it's a child. Exactly. A child. That's where, it, and that's why I said this. I'm like, it's not, it's, first of all, condemn all of it. However, because it's, it's pedophilia. It's pedophilia. However, the boldness of to do this on such, at basically, at such a public event. Yeah. The gall. You got big balls for that, sir. The gumption. You really do. And it's giving, and I would have gotten away for, with it if it wasn't for those pesky little kids because this happened in February and we just not finding out about it. <sighs> Y'all got uh, it, child. Y'all got it. Y'all got I, I, it. I promise you, at this point, it's just everything. The world is a fire. Everything is trash. Mm -hmm. and it's just it's day by day after day. <laughs> yeah, very that. Like I should catch the clouds. I don't know the words. I'm still fucking it up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can't. Come on, ad libs. Okay, it's giving refill. Or you want to go straight into the pot? We can go straight into it. I'm handing this straight over because that's all I got, kids. I told y'all it's PCO Patty today, honey. That's all I had. That's all I had in my bag. So needless to say, Mad Cat got some more burnt biscuits left over that I didn't get to give you hoes last week. Oh Lord Jesus be offense. Because there was still stuff in my folder from all the notes I took while I was on PTO that I just did not address. And we're going to address these bitches today. Look. So that, get y'all asses in here and set the hell down. Look, after he done sat here and yelled at me, okay? <laughs> he got leftovers, child. Leftovers. leftovers. So I only got three points. I'm not going to hold y'all long. But I need my friend's help on this one for this first one. Okay. Because I need you to play this clip that I got in the notes. Uh, and, and while he's preparing that, I, I want y'all to, this is this, this, I'm calling this one white tears for fears. You, you, you whites, get in here. Get in here right now. We need to have a conversation. Hold on. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Because y'all. It was pretty normal to own slaves. Is that right or correct? Uh, why are we talking about slavery? Because I'm showing you why the ad populum fallacy is a logical fallacy. Honestly, back then, a lot of black people participated in the slave trade themselves. So. Yeah, that doesn't make slavery right. Are you trying to defend it slavery? It was a product of the time, dude. It are was you trying to defend slavery? Did you not see Matt Walsh's new video on this topic? I did. And I think that defending slavery is cringes pending slavery but i think we're illogical if we didn't realize that a lot of black people enjoyed being slaves back when slavery was a thing um well how do you know that black people enjoyed being slaves i mean it's just in history 
I've like read about like a lot of black people not only participated in capturing slaves, but a lot of black people enjoyed being slaves. Because of course, when you're when you're really? brought up doing something like being a slave your whole life, it's all you know. I'm sure a lot of slaves probably enjoyed it and were happy because that's the only lifestyle they were aware of. That's crazy. Can you not like can you not think like that? Like, is it really that dense? I have never like, heard of somebody enjoying having to work countless hours on a plantation being dehumanized and whipped and told they're not human and being beaten within an inch of their life and being saying that i don't okay. think that people I'm enjoy that you can't deny the fact that they were probably slave owners that just like there were really bad ones there were probably slave owners that probably treated their slaves really nice too right like you're not thinking logically you're being so dense so i'm just gonna i'm gonna stop it right the sudden yeah 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 mm-hmm. the trigger is triggering right I'm gonna stop it right the fuck there. White people. <sighs> Listen here. Do, 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 do y'all see why critical race theory, BKA, black history is needed? So it's clear that y'all just want to have your own narrative. You want to spin your own story so that you can look better. Because, bitch, excuse you. So, let me get this straight. No. Go ahead. There were happy slaves and yeah. people picking cotton and just grinning and smiling ear to ear as if they're not going through physical torture, as if they're not being beaten within pulps of their lives if they decide to defy their owners. They are being raped along with the women by not only the master, whoever may have worked the grounds. This goes for not just people in the field, this goes for people in the house. So explain to me on God's green earth how there would be a happy person, able body, whatever you want to call it, that would say they were happy to be a fucking slave. If you never had the experience or let alone understand how oppression works or lack the experience, just say that, sis. I prefer you just say that other than believing in your most non-melanated, rose-colored pixie glasses that you might have. But unfortunately, no, sweetheart. Niggas was not happy. No. Nobody was happy. No one was happy. No one's ever happy. And the sad part of this entire thing is this is not only coming from a white woman. Mm -hmm. It's coming from a trans white woman. That woman was trans? Didn't I know that? The blonde is a trans woman. But you're defending slavery. I'm not defending it. I'm saying it was a product of the time. Where does it say that she's trans? Unless I'm wrong, which I'm hoping and praying that I'm wrong, her background literally is the trans flag. <sighs> okay, well, we'll say allegedly because I'm not sure. Again, I again I could be wrong. But, but I even, believe she's behind the trans flag. Even still, that's not far-fetched. Because you just reminded me of something that ain't oh, necessarily no, one of my Jesus. But we're oh, going to go no, ahead I and bring it up got... since you segued here. It, actually, she it, the backing behind the video, because she's sitting in like a room, 
but the display in the background, not like where the background yeah. the videos playing it, is the trans flag. I just Googled it. So let's, let's, let's just, just segue on over because we, we uh, there's not much more that I can say about that. Friend already kind of wrapped a little bowl around that burnt biscuit. Let's switch over to this little crisp over here in the corner that I didn't even have in the pot, but we're going to talk about it. Caitlyn fucking Jenner. I never wanted to just be so disrespectful in my life. Madam. Aged, manufactured tuna. How are you against a community that you are a part of? It's enough to just really make you question so existence, life, what, why, why are we here? What are we doing? If my friend is struggling to find the words, I think I have them. <laughs> I, I think go, I have. Go, go, go ahead, child. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give it up. Because I, 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 I'm baffled. I, I'm, I, I heard the story and I was just like... You know, this is giving very much pick me energy. Miss Mama, allow me to explain to you why this is just a huge double standard. When you decided that you wanted to live in your truth and become a woman, you left your privilege of being a white man. So you cannot join a fight that you no longer wish to participate in. How dare you sit here and use the platform that built you up when you found the confidence to discover that you wanted to put in your puss to go and contradict everything that they stand for and call us the rainbow militia, rainbow mafia, whatever terminology you like to use. How is that going to work for you when it completely counter, it basically counters all of the progress that you've made thus far, especially in the privilege that you have as a trans woman? How dare you say that we're a mafia when we just beg to be treated normal like motherfuckers that pay taxes that we all are. So let me just give y'all a little context. (laughs) Please, sir. Caitlyn Jenner slams Nike for their partnership with trans activist Dylan Mulvaney. She says, and I quote. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before you go there. A little, a little flashback if you girls don't remember. Remember when I talked about that whole situation with Kate Rock from last week? Oh, yeah. This is the same thing. The same, same thing. situation. Because she went in about about uh, Dylan being on a, a can of beer, too. So she says, it is a shame to see how see such an iconic American company go so woke. We can be inclusive, but not at the expense of the mass majority of people and have some decency while being inclusive. This is an outrage. Madam, are you really, are are you serious? Are you serious? I'm trying to figure out how her getting money is affecting you. And apparently you saw that, I saw something online where they're saying that Budweiser had lost already like six billion from this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wait, what? 
y'all hate trans people that much that <laughs> but it's so weird how can you be there's no such thing as a privileged person of trans experience no i need you to understand that how can you sit here and want to side with the same people that pop shit about you the minute that you leave the room the minute that you're a part of the conversation people view you as a joke sis People view you as a joke. How can you sit here and go completely against a person that has the same experience as you? Maybe because of the fact that this is not ageist at all. Maybe because she lived in her truth sooner than you did. I'm assuming maybe that's your issue. But that sounds a bit personal on my end from what I'm hearing on the outside looking in, because that may be personal, separate from what we're saying. However, comma, how can you be a person of trans experience opposed to another person getting an opportunity that's never happened? When have you seen a trans person have an actual bear can in their likeness? Not to mention, sis, you literally got put on the cover of Vanity Fair for being woman of the year. And nobody, like people went up about it because of course you were a man of the, 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 the trans, the, the, the people that are transphobic went up about that. And even some of the queer folks were like, I, mm, 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 you woman of the year, you just transitioned. So how are you woman of the year now? Oh, okay. Got quite sounds about white to me. Got it. But bitches, then you turn had, around, your, bitches had your back then. So you're going to shit on the community that supports you because of who you are, because you are part of their community, but you're going to separate yourself from that community. Sis, you eventually you're going to realize we all you got. They don't like you're a joke. You're don't, running joke to them, sis. Mm -mm, don't worry about it. Cause you can stay over there and you will stay over there because nobody cares. I mean, we're not we're not doing no take back scenes. We're not doing no. Oh, they shit know me. Can I come back in the house? No, no. I think you got a blanket. I think you're good. You 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 said that you don't. You call yourself trans, but you clearly don't identify as trans. So leave my sisters and my brothers alone. Okay, and and stay out of it. You because no, no, absolutely not. And why are we only gays and the trans folks? And we're talking about trans situation. Gays, you too. Let me explain something to you. So there's a post on Twitter. Okay. The picture is a picture of what I'm assuming are two, two lesbians, possibly. I think so, yes. And this tweet comes from somebody called Marky Gag. And the picture is of these two lesbians holding up the uh, pride flag, the formal pride okay. flag with okay. the trans inclusion and black and white. Folks oh, I saw yeah. it. And okay. they cut out the trans section of the pride flag. And it says, snip, snip, it is now official. I now pronounce the mutual divorce between the LGB and TQ community. The time is now. All of these rights that you all have, that we have in the queer community, 
you all do realize that the feminine presenting and the trans women were the ones that started the revolution to get us to where we are now, right? Black and brown. So how do you figure you have the power to excommunicate them from some shit that they started? It just don't work that way. It doesn't. You can't erase them from a history that is not your own alone. Yeah, you, you did some work, but it came after them. The revolutionaries have always been trans and femme presenting folks. It is very rare that a cis cis cisgender presenting gay person that is not effeminate has been at the forefront of a revolution for LGBTQ plus people. It is very rare. But you all take every chance that you possibly can to shit on trans people, and I want you to stop. Check yourself and back the fuck up off of their lady. Like, just stop. Stop it. The trans hate that, that, that y'all are throwing around, what this world is trying to do to trans people, I, I am beyond done with this shit. I'm so over all of y'all. I, I really, really am. Y'all really need to grow the fuck up and just stop that shit. Just stop. The shit ain't cool. And you look and sound stupid. Mm. Trying to penalize people for living their lives and having nothing to do with yours at all. The shit is dumb. Cut the shit out. Lastly, straight folks, you are not exempt. You're not. Let me tell y'all something. So apparently there was an interview that Jason Lee did where he talked his, he, he talked about shooting his shot with Kelly Oubre, which I believe is somebody in sports. Not quite sure. So the post from somebody that goes by Jamaican King on Twitter says, so y'all don't find it weird when gay dudes purposely go after men they know are heterosexual? This happens a lot more than people like to admit. So, here's the thing. Harassing somebody that is heterosexual knowing they're heterosexual is dumb. But there are a lot of gay men that are obsessed with the idea of turning straight boys and things of that nature. But at the end of it all, underneath all of that, and I'm acknowledging those things, you're men. And if you're attractive, we'll find you attractive. You can't force people to not be attracted to you. You can request that people not come on to you. Mm -hmm. You can say, I'm not gay, mm -hmm. so I'm good. Mm -hmm. You can do that. Sure good. But y'all don't want to do that. You want to be outraged about gay men being attracted to you. You want to beat people up and kill gay men because they're attracted to you. And then you want to turn around and say that you're not homophobic after all of that shit. 
you are. I'm I'm gonna I'm you know I'ma take this biscuit over for a second. Because mm-hmm. I feel like me and my friend are on the same same wavelength. This outrage happens nine times out of ten after one or none gay men express interest interest excuse me interest mm-hmm. in you. Sir, you cannot entice someone that already has said curiosity. I'm going to start there. Mm. Secondly, and most importantly, a developed gay or an evolved gay or someone that just understands a consent is not going to purposely go after someone they don't feel that they have a chance with. Right. Let's start there. That boundary is mostly set up by most men that are same gender loving. We understand and get that has to work. So I'm not going to force myself onto someone if I know good and well there's not an opportunity to, uh, that it's not going to be mutual. So I'm trying to understand what type of queens are you interacting with because the ones that I know. All we just try to do is pay some bills and find our way on a plane somewhere. Because mm-hmm. we, we, unless you are trying to help finance our fuck, as I said before, finance for you to fuck, not as I said, we are not checking for you. Mm-mm. And those that go after straight boys, nine times out of ten, they continue to go after you because you feed into it. Because even with Jason Lee, I don't even really subscribe to him like that. But he even said that he was rejected and he let it go. But he still thinks the man is fine, which is he finds him attractive. He finds him attractive. You can't help that. Just because you tell me you're not attracted doesn't mean, oh, my attraction is supposed to stop. I'm not forcing myself onto you. I'm not going to force myself in your presence. I mean, that's not everyone. Everyone's experience is different. I get it. But Nine times out of ten, like I said, either one or none of gay men have ever done this to somebody and make a declaration. Right. And my thing is, again, I say that there are some gays, some, that get off on this thing. Heavy emphasis on some. But there are, most of them do this because they've gotten success in doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's be clear. And and you folks that say shit like this, y'all don't think that it's weird that, that gay men come after straight men, even though they don't want them. You all clearly have never had this experience and don't know what it is. And y'all sound dumb and you sound just like those same people that will blame trans women, trans women for being murdered for quote unquote going after straight men. When these quote unquote straight men, and, and technically they are because these are these are women. They're trans women. They're attracted to the femininity, but they know there are a handful of trans women that are into being deceitful. But it's way less than y'all really think it is. But it's easier for you all to go with the narrative that all trans women are out here tricking men and lying and not telling their truth. 
You sound dumb. It's weird that people, that trans women have to say this up front because it was just for safety. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. But even still, I don't think that people understand that y'all like to scream from the mountaintops that trans women need to tell people up front and they need to be honest and let people know what they're getting into when we walk the bam. You people are the same people that have no idea that trans women, specifically black trans women, mm-hmm. are being murdered in um, massive, massive numbers. And now talk about it. And by people that know that they're trans. It is not safe to tell these flimsy, fucking sensitive ass men that they are trans women. Because then the narrative becomes, oh, you was trying to trick me. No, I'm over here being myself. So you gonna tell me it's my fault that you were attracted to me? Okay. Because at the end of the day, you're attracted to a woman. I don't care how much you try to tell me about what I was before or how I was born or all this other bullshit. I, listen, I this again, I'm not, we can speak about this as people that are not of trans experience. Yes. So I'm speaking definitely from an ally space. Exactly. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, like he said, if you were trying to divide, Nine times out of ten, you I'm sorry. And this may sound very stereotypical, but even though yes, they say it for their safety, is a portion of you that had that assumption that this person was of a trans experience. I don't even know if I would say that, friend. I, um, like I said, it's ballsy, but I don't know. Maybe my intuition is different. Like mm-hmm. again, that could be a personal thing. But you know what? That that kind of aligns with something that I've heard from trans women um, quite often before. And it's that men, they know. They know. Most of them know before they even approach trans women. So the, the number the number of men that are out here screaming about being fooled or being tricked, y'all on bullshit. And that's the thing. It's like, I, like again, I'm not a trans experience, but also... You can't, you would have to literally be a person that is like, you don't even have to be a trans experience. You just literally would have to not ha- be cognizant to understand. Like, you know, it's always that curiosity there. Not saying that every man is there, but there's always that curiosity with the spectrum, which leads to a whole bigger conversation about the whole gatekeeping bisexuality and men. Or the exploration of sexuality in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, but even again, even, different pie, different conversation. Mm-hmm. It's just it's 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 not you know because that gets into the the touchy subject about passability and all those things, and I'm, it, I'm not even addressing. And, that, and that's not my again, <laughs> right? Not my. Like, I don't have a dog in that fight, right? And 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 that's that's. A totally different subject but at the end of the day it does not matter whether you trans women do not owe you their femininity mm-hmm. they don't owe you any of that shit 
Sure don't. They are simply existing in who they are. If you are attracted to them, you are still a straight man because you are attracted to a woman. Exactly. You clearly did not walk up on this person thinking that you were talking to a man because they are trans women. You walked up on a woman. You were attracted to a woman. That's it. That's all. Now, if she trusts you enough to divulge and is going to entertain you, then you can make the decision to say, okay, well, this is not for me. But you motherfuckers will dive off on the deep end and you think that it's okay to act out in violence. Again, transphobia, friend. I had my Tamar hand up because I had an idea. And friend, you are going to love this idea. Mm -hmm. And it's honestly, I had this idea in a moment. I'm going to write it down in a minute. Mm -hmm. We, you do realize we've never done a hotels or a a hotel etiquette episode about this mm-hmm. trans experience you know friend we're always on the same wavelength and i'm thinking and i'm putting this out there i would love 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 to get a trans woman mm-hmm. and a trans man for this yeah i would love to get both sides of the coin because i've heard, like there's one content creator on Twitter um, that does this. I forget his sort of handle at the moment where he does like this etiquette course on mm-hmm. like basically etiquette when it comes to having intercourse with the person of a trans experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, and it caught my mind. The thing is like, yo, though we didn't get a handbook and how to deal with the Negroes that we deal with now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if like maybe we should let a person of trans experience give that tutorial it's like yeah i don't have time to school you was like okay you don't have to but i think it's some people that would be interested in hearing the etiquette on how uh, how to court learn let alone be intimate with a trans person or what they don't want to hear or how their pros or cons because at the end of the day they're still people and i feel like that'll be a really interesting hotels episode absolutely Absolutely, we can work on that. That's because I have some people in mind already, but we can work on that. We could definitely work on that because just thinking about it, like you know what, it's time to school them. Yeah, it is. Definitely is. Okay, that's it for my biscuits, y'all. I'm gonna wrap this up with a good old, good old session of how I make you feel. We haven't done this in a while. Yeah. Oh yes, it's been a while since Marlon plus how you how to make you feel. Okay, so this comes from our good people over at We The Urban. Oh, we love them. And this post says, not sure who needs to hear this, but never forget how much love exists in and around you already, even if you've been having trouble loving yourself. Everything comes in waves. A life not spent at war with yourself does exist. Hmm to make you feel friend appreciative of gratuity mm. i think a lot of times we don't express gratitude Ugh, i'm about to sign i'm like i'm about to sign like i'm on can't afford therapy shout out to them by the way another mm-hmm. part i listen to 
So I think they did an episode not too long ago about gratuity. And I think we don't give ourselves enough grace to understand or even bask in the moment because we're so much in the go about the love or the quality of the people that surround us. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, when you feel like you don't love yourself, look at love surrounds you type of situation. It's just, like I said, it's anticipation to, not anticipation, it's just appreciation of gratuity. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, friend. Well, that's it, Holes. We are. Yes, and that will conclude us for this week. Thank you so much for this laid-back, relaxed, and nonsense episode. (laughs) Okay? Because I'm telling y'all, it was given very much. It is 78 degrees right now. I am very much relaxed. I was not in the mood to be anxious about nothing. I'm sitting here sipping on this drink. I'm about to order me some mo. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know that's right. I'm about to get me some mo because I deserve. Mm-hmm. And just that's just about it. So in the mood of gratuity since how to make you feel got me there. I want you to also take this time out. Be grateful for yourself. Take that time out to use your PTO, use your sick time, use those buckets before they run out. Cause baby, don't just don't be sitting here like oh, I'm going to work and I'm paying these bills, girl. Everybody needs a vacation. Hmm. Everybody does. Take that time. Take that time. Please don't forget, we here over here are sweet talkers. Y'all better be listening and paying attention to the things. Y'all better be subscribed to the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Like, comment, subscribe. Give us the ratings, the views, the comments. We need those things. Yes, we do. Yes, okay. we do. Yes, we do. And make sure that you are checking out um, Kyron, Mr. Gamer One, over on Twitch. Catch him on Gamer One on YouTube at the Sweet Talkers page. Make sure you subscribe there. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe on Who Raised You Holes podcast. Lend us those ratings. Let us know how we're doing. Interact with us online. Find us on the Twitters and the Instagrams at WRYH Podcast. Yo, make it happen for us. And ex- exactly. And make sure y'all follow us on Spotify. That's yes, right. Ooh, I know y'all on. can do that now. It, yes, I know y'all can do that now. Don't make me to pull it out. I got receipts. Y'all can follow us. Now. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you're yes. As he's also stated, please rate us on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yes, it is possible. Get us up in those rankings so we can make some things pop for y'all. Yes. Okay? And with that being said, we will see you all next week. All right? Peace out. Bye. <laughs>